Welcome back to the energetics of everything, your favorite place to learn about all things wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the energetics of everything. I want to talk about stuckness today, and I want to talk about stuckness because I had such a major breakthrough the other day when I was in a class for my RRT training. That's rapid resolution therapy for anyone who is curious. I know a couple of people have been like, hey, I've Googled this. This is definitely like respiratory related? Do you mean RTT? What are you actually getting trained in? What is this? So rapid resolution therapy. I did a couple of sessions forever ago and I enjoyed it. It's a really amazing healing modality that blends things like neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis to really just get to the core of grief, of anger, of shame, of really big emotions that are blocking us from taking action. I've been thinking a lot about how my purpose, if you look at your gene keys, your sphere of purpose is your unconscious earth. What connects me to source where I feel the most powerful and where I have a lot of grounding energy that I can give to other people is in gate 37 and gate 37, we have the city of tenderness. There's this emotionality. I'm an emotional authority. It's a big part of the work that I do. And I've been thinking about how Everyone has to wait for emotional clarity, like regardless of what your inner authority is, if you're an emotional authority, you have to wait through your emotional wave. If you are a sacral authority, you have to make sure that you're not picking up on emotions that are distracting you from hearing your sacral authority. If you're a splenic authority, you have to sort through the emotions and make sure that you are not getting distracted by how you feel and what you're picking up on and amplifying so you can hear that splenic intuition literally everybody is designed to make decisions from a space of emotional clarity. I've just been thinking about that and how really nervous system regulation and emotional regulation, it's so important because it's where a lot of the conditioning is. I was in an RRT training the other day, and of course I'm taking all my notes, learn all the things, and we're going through some of the signs of stuckness. This one sign of stuckness really just jumped out at me and snagged me and blew my mind and called me out in just the best way ever. And this is a sign of stuckness and it's called introspection. So when intelligent people or people who have a high sense of awareness, people who have been in the personal development world for a while, you've probably learned some psychology, maybe you know some metaphysics, whatever it is you're doing, you have a sense of 
understanding of like how your brain works, especially once we get into this world, there's this essence or there's this conversation that says you create your reality. Your thoughts are really important. What you focus on expands all of a sudden there's an importance on what you're thinking, what you're focusing on your behavior introspection is I'll dive into it a little bit, but like something that I have heard over and over and over again from healers, from mentors, from coaches, from just people in my world is, wow, you're so self-aware. Your level of self-awareness just blows my mind. You just recognize the patterns. You just see it so, so strongly. And there's always been a little bit of disappointment of like, yeah, I can point out the problem, but I still feel stuck. I can point out and tell you exactly what happened in the past. And I can tell you how my childhood shaped this and why this behavior is here. And I can analyze it. I can show you what happened and I can process present experiences and also simultaneously see the mirror effect of like how that showed up in my past. An example of this would be if I am experiencing, let's say some constriction in my life or in my business, I'll feel that and I'll be like, oh, wow, this was created by like the trauma that created this. The first time I experienced this was when I was this age. And so in that moment, I am feeling overwhelmed or I am feeling some kind of emotion. I'm feeling that stuckness and that constriction. And instead of just moving through the constriction in the present moment, I feel that constriction. I'm like, oh yeah, this is related to that old pattern. That one time that I did this, that childhood trauma that it caused this, this is how I felt. This is how that happened. And even with my human design knowledge, I will find myself being able to recognize like, oh, well, that's the shadow of this gate and that's my unconscious this and that's this and that's this. And I'll have all of this understanding and I'll have this reasoning and I'll have this mental perspective of what's going on under the surface, but I have completely ignored the problem. (laughs) I've completely ignored what was actually right in front of me and what was in front of me was in this moment, I'm feeling a little bit of stuckness or I'm feeling a little bit of constriction. And I did not process that constriction. I do not process that constriction. My evasive mind avoids the problem and goes in a different direction and does this whole mind map of this is why, and this is why, and here's the rationale, and here's the logic behind the feeling that you're feeling. And what I do there is I get in my head, I get in my consciousness, I get in my awareness, I get in my logic, and I get away from my body. What this has done, and the reason this is a sign of stuckness, is because healthy people don't just spend their entire lives analyzing their behavior and associating every experience with the past. If you are having the best day of your life, what's coming to mind is when I was in Costa Rica with my team and we were just having fun. We were on a boat. We were seeing dolphins. It was like the most magical day. And I just have this beautiful image. And I just think about like in that moment, if I was there, if I was seeing dolphins in real life in the wild for the first time, if I was in that moment, having that fun experience, I'm not in my head looking at, oh, look at this joy. Look at this happiness. Look at this excitement. You know, the first time I felt this excitement, 
you know, the first time I felt this happy, this emotional pattern is related to my relationship to masculine energy that has to do with my coaches and all of the people that I have worked with as a competitive athlete. That's not what I do. When we're having positive conversations, when we're experiencing positive emotions, we just process them. We just experience them. We're just present with it. I'm just like, wow, I'm so excited right now. And then I feel that excitement and I experience the excitement in my body and then it moves on and I actually process the present moment instead of doing this introspection spiral where I actually consciously leave the present moment and go back to something that happened in the past. So what happens when we're doing this introspection, this overanalyzing, and I see this a lot. The reason we're having this conversation is because I see this a lot in the human design community and in the human design world, I am guilty of perpetuating this and I am guilty of sharing this and I am guilty of tracing down patterns and finding out where it was and you're saying, oh, well, we always experience the shadows and that's fine. Yes, we can experience the shadows, but we don't need to do this entire introspection spiral. We don't need to cognitively process our emotions because what we talked about in the procrastination episode, if you're cognitively processing the thing, you're doing it more than once. You're putting in more effort. You're doing more work than is actually necessary. So we don't have to do that. Isn't that fun? We don't have to do this whole introspection. You can actually just feel the things that you're experiencing and move through them in the present moment. It's so, so cool. So this goes along really well with something that I've been playing with for a while, which is at some point in my journey, I stopped trying to get in alignment and I started focusing on maintaining alignment and staying in a state of alignment. And I think that the belief or the conditioned belief that I picked up on was human design says that it's going to take seven years to start deconditioning. When I first read that, when I first picked up on that information, I was specifically told that it's going to take seven years to decondition one specific pattern. It takes seven years to decondition each conditioned belief fully. For me, that felt like, okay, if I have nine different centers that I want to decondition and I have 36 channels and 64 gates, but it's going to take me seven years. I'm like, okay, seven times nine. I don't have that much time. And I'm even finding this system sooner than a lot of other people in their lifetimes. Like I found the system when I was 20. (laughs) I was a baby when I found the system. I still consider myself a baby adult. At 26, I'm still a baby adult. There's still so much that I have to learn. But at some point in my journey, I got angry. I got rebellious. My Aries hot-headedness was like, ooh, I'm not taking seven years to decondition absolutely every belief. I want it to happen faster. I know it can happen faster. I believe that it can happen faster. If our nature is alignment, if underneath all of the conditioning, who we really, really are is fully aligned, fully abundant, fully open, fully receptive... If that is our nature, then it shouldn't be learning something new. It shouldn't be like all of this work. Really, it's just letting go. It's just letting go of things that are not serving you in this present moment. I feel like the belief of I have to do all of this deconditioning and me even going on a deep healing deconditioning journey, it's been good But I've spent so much time looking for problems that aren't necessarily there or something doesn't go perfectly according to plan. And I assume that I have done something wrong. 
wrong. And therefore I have to figure out like, what's the pattern? How did it not work? And I've even had like random thoughts of introspection that literally connect things that do not make sense. Things like how I'm taking care of my plants or how healthy my plants are and my sales. I remember having the thought forever ago, it was in the last house that we were in. So it was probably like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And I had this thought of my plants are dying. There's not enough sunshine here. I know it's winter, but it's super cold. And obviously this means that the branches of my business are dying because I am in the wrong environment environment and it's too cold and I've frozen everything. Like I'm in a barren environment was like where my brain went trying to connect these patterns. (laughs) And that's absolutely ridiculous. Plants don't grow as much when it's cold out and they're doing much better now that we've changed houses. It was winter and plants just don't grow as much in winter and that's completely fine. It was just a seasonal thing. It didn't mean that I was a bad plant parent or that my sales was somehow related to how well I was taking care of my plants. But this introspection created a pattern and created this awareness that wasn't necessarily there. When we're doing this, the conscious mind is trying to make sense of the emotions that you're feeling because it feels overwhelmed. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot going on here. Let's analyze this. What happens is you don't actually let your body naturally process the emotion. So when we're staying in alignment, what we want to be doing, what is actually our nature and what is healthy for us and what I believe we can just start acting in right now. And this is a concept that I literally played with this years ago when I was first introducing human design to the online world. And I was first like really getting started with this. I had this idea that if we just show up in alignment now, And we just address any conditioning that comes up as it comes up in the moment. And that's how I was moving through the world. But then somewhere along the line, I was told that there's something under the surface. You're moving fast now, but that's because you're probably ignoring something. There's probably a deeper pattern, or I heard that we're always going to experience the shadows and all of this additional layers of conditioning, because that's what happens, right? We are always on this journey of deconditioning. We're always on this journey of discernment and figuring out what we do want to hold on to and what we don't want to hold on to, what beliefs do support us and what beliefs don't support us. This is just a constant process. And you think about like your physical body is constantly doing the same thing as well. It's constantly nourishing you, right? It's taking in nutrition and saying, yes, I'm going to keep this. No, I'm not going to keep this. Every time you breathe, you are taking in oxygen and you are breathing out cellular waste and carbon dioxide and chemicals from your body that you don't need. We are doing this constantly. And so belief systems and perspectives and awareness, it gets to be the same. I don't know why we have this conception that somehow we're going to get to a space of healed and then never have to heal anything ever again. And if anything does pop up, it means that you didn't do it right the first time. Absolutely not. We are here to be in a state of alignment. So what I've been playing with again recently, which feels so good to be reconnecting with this method is staying in alignment. It's essentially like in this present moment, you're aligned. There is nothing 
but you are doing wrong. You are taking in something inspirational by listening to this podcast. Maybe you're learning something. You responded. You had an invitation. There was something that led you to having this conversation and listening to this. And if you're listening this far into this episode, something is sticking with you. Something is resonating with you. Something is meant for you. There's a message here for you. So in this moment, your intuition got you here and you are getting exactly what you need. 100% exactly what you need right now. Congratulations. First of all, that is amazing. You're here. You're doing exactly what you need to do. And when this episode ends, you're going to move on to the next aligned thing and you're going to be guided. And if some sort of conditioning pops up around some sort of uncomfortability or some sense of, Ooh, I can't do that. Or you find yourself introspecting, right. By overanalyzing your thoughts, overanalyzing your behavior. What you get to do is you get to recognize that sign of stuckness and you get to see that that's not supporting you and you get to let it go. And there's many different ways you can do this. Obviously I'm getting trained in RRT right now so that I have more techniques to work with my unconscious mind to really let go of this stuckness. But my big message for you today is that you don't have to get to alignment. It's not some destination that is super far away. It's not on the other side of loving yourself or forgiving yourself or feeling worthy or anything like that. It's not on the other side of becoming someone new, changing who you are. It's not on the other side of anything. Your alignment is here. Your alignment is now. Your alignment is just who you are in the present moment. So you have to just relax. I want you to take a really deep breath right now. I want you to breathe in as much of that air, as much of that oxygen as you can, and remind yourself that you're taking in intentionally only what is valuable to you. And as you exhale, you are breathing out everything that is not serving you, any stuckness, any resistance, any resentment that you have, because you're doing perfectly right now, right here, right now, you are doing absolutely perfectly. Meaning alignment, what you get to do is you get to continue moving throughout your day. You get to continue following your strategy and authority. You get to continue getting out of your head, getting into your body, just enjoying the moments that are in your experience. And you don't have to do much else. You just get to live your life. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to do too much in your head. You just get to be present with what you're actually experiencing in the present moment. So spend less time time traveling to the past because it's taking you away from the only moment that you can actually do something. We can't change the past. And just because there was a pattern in the past doesn't mean that it's going to always be there. It doesn't mean that it's relevant. doesn't mean that it's connected to something that's going on right now. doesn't mean that things have to play out the same way in the future. There is no connection. Things don't have to mean anything. We create meaning. So give things less meaning and make them less heavy. If nothing means anything, then you're detached and you can move very quickly through life. So that's another little fun tidbit for you. The only moment that you have power over and that you can actually be processing and the only thing that you are actually responding to is exactly what's in front of you right now. Memories or images of the past and attachment to behavior patterns, all of that, like when you're in your head, you're not in the present moment. You're not responding to what's exactly in front of you. And of course your actions are going to feel weird because if you're taking an action right now, but it's based off of a response to an emotion that happened in the past, you're out of alignment. That is the emotional center 
creating an emotionally charged decision that is your nervous system giving you additional motivation for something that will actually overload your system. That is not the way that we are operating from now on. You are showing up in alignment and you will maintain alignment by acknowledging how things make you feel. So if something pops up and it makes you feel really, really good, then you can keep that belief. If it's a meaning that you are creating, then you can keep it. If it's something that doesn't feel supportive, you can let it go. So for example, I am moving throughout my day. I am just existing. And let's say I have the belief of here, these podcast episodes, I wanted to get this done today. Um, I create some deadlines sometimes. I wanted to get this episode done today and I could have easily analyzed my behavior patterns of, oh, I know that I'm supposed to have these done on Mondays. I could have done a whole introspection thing, right? I could have looked at, I'm a procrastinator. I don't know what to talk about today. I'm feeling uninspired. I'm tired. Why am I tired? I could have done a whole thing, but in this moment, it doesn't support me to believe that what I want to do and what I want to feel is this episode, I made a commitment and it feels good to make commitments. That's the truth. And so I'm going to do exactly what I do best. And I'm just going to show up. I'm going to start talking about what's present on my heart. This wasn't the episode that I had planned, but this is the conversation that wanted to come through me. So just remind myself of like, that's my reality. That's the truth that I choose. I don't want to see myself and I don't want to be, and I don't want to exist in a reality where I I am a procrastinator and I struggle to get things done and I wait till the last minute. And that's not what I desire. What I desire is a different story. And so I'm going to tell myself that different story because that's what's supportive of me right now. And nothing is real. So I get to choose what it means. I get to choose how I label it. I get to choose how I describe my experience. So recap you are perfectly aligned exactly where you are right now. If something pops up that you want to rewire, that you want to change your perspective on, you can do so and you can do so easily and simply, and it doesn't have to take a whole lot of energy. It can be as simple as, oh, wow, that belief doesn't feel good. I would like to believe something else. What would I like to believe instead? You don't have to spend all of your time analyzing your behavior patterns, thinking about your shadows, thinking about the things you're doing wrong. You can just show up and exist and process the things that are happening in the present moment. And if you are an extremely intelligent person, if you've been in the human design world, you've been in the personal development world for a while, you count as a highly intelligent person in my experience, because if you're doing this work, if you have this level of self-awareness, introspection is absolutely possible because it's probably something that you have been trained to do. I trained myself to contemplate. I trained myself to introspect and I didn't realize that this was actually a pattern. This introspection was a sign that I was still stuck in some of the conditioning. So congratulations to me. I understand and I see and I recognize the trauma. I understand my patterns, but it's still holding me back in certain areas because all I do is I recognize it and I say, oh, here's the reason why that happens. And I go on this mental journey of da-da-da-da-da-da-da, reliving the trauma, reliving the experience. And I'm just reaffirming a pattern instead of experiencing an emotion and then letting it go. I actually have an example of like moving away from this. So I over-explain things. It's my 1762. See, look at me already over-explaining things. But a lot of times my over-explaining will come as justification. 
specifically to my husband, I will justify a lot of my actions, even if there's absolutely no reason to justify my actions. There've been times where I've justified getting a snack where I've done things like, oh, well, I, I didn't eat breakfast. I've only had this today. Or you know, I will literally justify being hungry. And so my husband has got done an incredible job of saying things like, baby, <laughs> you don't have to justify that. He has at some points literally just put his hand over my mouth, like stop talking. And like, I know that I don't have to explain anything further for a while that was the pattern. I would start to over-explain and he would help me stop. But then I started to notice when I was about to over-explain or when I wanted to over-explain. And then I would say something. I would start to say, oh, I'm about to over-explain. I don't have to justify this. And I would still say that out loud. But then it got to this point where I would recognize the behavior and I wanted to just say the thing and not over-explain. But that conditioned belief was like, okay, but if you don't even acknowledge, if you don't tell him that you want to over-explain and that you're not, what are you doing? You've had this problem in the past. And so this introspective part of me was latching onto and was attached to telling my husband like, oh, I am not over explaining in this moment or even like saying sorry, right? Sometimes I'll say sorry when it's not necessary. And so instead of that, there's been moments where instead of saying sorry, I'll say, I want to say sorry, but I'm not saying sorry. And somehow that like softens the blow for me. But what's actually healed and what's actually aligned is not even acknowledging that past because that memory, every time I want to say sorry for something and then don't, but then explain why I don't want to say sorry and why I'm not saying sorry, that is still acknowledging and holding on to the belief that I am somebody who has problems with apologizing too much. It's still a part of my identity. It's still a part of my reality. It's still impacting my behavior. I may not be saying sorry, but I am essentially apologizing for not apologizing apologizing by still bringing up the issue, still bringing up that train of thought. The next step, the actual healed step is acknowledging that I don't even have to say (laughs) that I want to say sorry for something. I don't have to acknowledge it at all. There's certain things that I do not owe anyone an apology on and the actual aligned action, something that is available to me is just doing the thing just doing the thing with no explanation, just doing the thing without assuming that I have to let people know that at one point I would have apologized for it. Instead of adding all of these extra steps and conditioning, I can just do the thing and not worry about apologizing. And that's the next step. So I feel like introspection is really easy to get stuck in because you're acknowledging the behavior pattern. You see the behavior pattern, but then we don't know how to move from, I know that I have this. I know that this happened to me. I know that I've experienced this in the past to, I don't have to experience this anymore. And it's not a part of my experience anymore. That is where we're moving. If you are somebody who notices your conditioning and your behavior patterns, and you're just a really introspective person in general, I encourage you to stop looking at yourself. I encourage you to get out of your head. Something that I've been playing with, like, and I say I've been playing with this one. I'll say that I have done this twice. I took this class yesterday. 
I'm really excited and I'm really passionate. Obviously I'm already integrating and embodying what I'm learning, but I've done this twice where instead of getting stuck in that introspection, I have been shaking out my hands. So I'll just shake my hands a little bit. And like, that's been really good to just like shake it off almost. It's like clearing my head. I am literally closing that entire tab. I don't even need to think about it because I'm not going to get anywhere productive by introspecting. I'm just confirming that the pattern is still there. So less introspection, more maintaining alignment, more just addressing things as they come up, if they come up, but not assuming that things have to come up. That is what I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you very soon.